Welcome back to the Lovely Craftians. In honor of this being episode zero of our second season, all of our characters are beginning with a sanity of zero. That means it's about to get real weird until they earn some of their points back. Because of this, we need to put a mental health disclaimer on this episode. Suicide and self-harm will not be part of it, but the characters may experience disembodied voices and sounds, dissociation, paranoia, anxiety, or out-of-body episodes. We completely understand if you want to sit this one out for your own mental well-being, and we hope you'll join us again for our first episode of Season 2. The world around you is a swirl of green and the shrieking of reality as it twists and pulls. You're falling towards a black hole that becomes terrified, screaming maw as it swallows you whole. You slide down a throat of cycloning green and wailing, and the mouth closes in from below again. You're swallowed over and over endlessly before the screaming shifts into hysterical laughter. Eventually, the roaring cyclone of reality raging around you begins to dissipate. This time, as you fall through the hysterical mouth, you feel yourself stepping into your own skin feet first, slick and sticky as your skin clings to raw muscle and exposed nerves. You gag as you're born through the mouth of your reality, coughing yourself back into some form of existence. Your entire body feels raw from shrieking, devouring, and becoming. Roll a constitution check to see how you recover. Uh, oh, I passed. You're very tired. Your throat feels really sore because it's you've just been screaming this entire time. And you might have been born through it again. Who knows? But you're not incapacitated by it. Okay. Well, that 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 wasn't great. Uh, cool. I mean, not cool. Uh, did I kill somebody? Uh, roll an intelligence check, a hard intelligence check, to see if you can remember that for sure. Okay. Did not pass because it's a hard one. No. All right. So it's just a you have very vague memories yeah. of exactly what happened, so you can't be sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was not great. Uh, okay, just get your sea legs and get get to, get to running. Um, cool. Uh, ooh, skin's all there. Okay. Uh, how many limbs? I got the right amount of limbs. Okay. Cool. Cool. This, my hair hurts. Oh God. <laughs> Okay. Uh, cool. Okay, let's let's get up and uh, dust ourselves off. Okay. All right. You stand alone near a wall in the center of an empty round room. In the center is an opening for a stairwell. The lighting is dim, but not so dark that you can't see. Uh, roll me another intelligence check, please. I pass. Okay. You recognize this place. It's the inside of Four Mile Crib, and you gain ten sanity. Oh, yay! Getting a little less crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're, we're, uh, we're in a place. Okay, cool. I know this place. I know this place. Um, we're good. We're good. I didn't get reborn um, or anything like that. We're okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right. I'm going to go ahead and go through this door. We're going to go up those stairs. The stairs go down. Down those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a stone staircase spirals downward. There's a faint light from below that begins to shudder and sputter at the edges if you stare at it for too long. Oh. 
And as you attempt to descend, you're struck with the sensation of going up rather than down. And each step feels physically inverted, giving you vertigo that starts in your stomach before rushing to your head. <gasps> okay. <laughs> All right. We're just going to hold on to this railing. And we're just going to slunk down step by step. Feel it out. Feel it out. Okay. Roll a power check for me. <laughs> no. Okay, you can't make the stairs operate as intended, but you do manage to will your body to move the right way to go down. <laughs> and you can gain five sanity because you know that's not how stairs work. <laughs> I broke the stairs. <laughs> stairs, reality, yeah. who can say? Cool, doing great. Got a lot to tell my therapist, okay? Okay, goodness. All right, let's try another stair. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Partway down, the stone staircase gives way to wrought iron. The walls open up as though you've moved between floors and you step out into a conservatory. Dreary gray skies lend the overcast light that you saw upstairs. Plants, exotic and native alike, hug the glass walls, leaving the center of the room open for two lounge chairs with their backs to you, a glass and iron coffee table, and a purple velvet chaise lounge on the opposite side of the table facing the chairs. And now I need you to roll me another intelligence check. I do not pass. Uh, this room feels very comfortable and very well loved. There's a tickle at the back of your mind, something old and familiar about this room, but nothing specific comes to mind. Oh, I need to sit down. And you can have five sanity back. Just gonna like, I'm gonna just like make my way over to one of those lawn chairs. Like gonna sit, have me a good old sit good down. Old sit. <laughs> all right. Yeah, gonna, all right, take a seat. Just it's be, comfortable. Yeah, just like, whew. Okay, stairs are weird now. Um, was reborn into my own skin. That was weird. All right, still got, okay, I got the right amount of fingers. All right, feel all my toes. Hair doesn't hurt as much now. That's good. Right. <laughs> That's good. Okay, we're getting there. This chair feels familiar, but again, you don't know from where. Yeah. But you feel like you've sat in this chair before. It's a good chair. I like chairs. Chairs a hobby? Okay. They are now. Oh, yeah, it's a good chair. I like sitting. Sitting's good. It's safe. It's not like stairs where they don't work. Okay. All right. Um, so you said there was like exotic plants? Yeah, so some of them are exotic. Some of them are native. Okay. Uh, like house plants. Okay. Um, they're interspersed. There's not really an order to them, but they are on all sides of the room. Cool. Can I do like a like a spot hidden to like see if I recognize any of these plants? Sure. Like uh, I do not pass anyway. So. All right. So you don't notice anything spectacularly amazing about these plants. They're kind of garden variety almost. Okay. Um, you do notice that the only entrance point in this room was the stairs. Okay. Is there an exit? Not as far as you can see. Okay. Um, and what's on that coffee table? Is there anything on it? There's a teacup on a saucer. Okay. It seems mostly empty. Okay. Like well, maybe somebody had been sitting here fairly recently. Okay. Um, what do I have on me? Gotta get all my stuff together. Okay. Get all my brain juice going. All right. Cool. And we're gonna, we're gonna get up. 
we're gonna be fine. When you stand up, you're gonna be okay. She stands up. Still the same. Physics feels like it's fine. (laughs) It's not the stairs all over again. All right, we're doing okay. Uh, I'm just gonna go over to that Chase Lounge and kind of like check it out, see if there's anything on there. Sure, roll me an intelligence check. Cool. Ooh, I passed. Your mother won that chaise in an auction when you were five. She nearly skinned you alive when you knocked a glass of wine out of her hands and onto the chaise the night she brought it home. And you may have 10 sanity back. (gasps) Oh, I know this. Wow, I, I feel like I haven't seen this in years. And you haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah. Because you sold it at an auction after your parents' death and you converted the conservatory into some sort of occult plant room. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) Wow. She's going to sit down on it and kind of like props herself up like, man, mom loved this couch. God. She probably would have sold me for this couch. <laughs> it's a joke, but you're not entirely <laughs> sure it's that much of a joke. It's just like so many good memories. Ugh. Wasn't allowed to sit on it. You can't yell at me now, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she used to have company here, and she would like just like be the queen on this couch. Am I? Back, back, or back in the wrong place? Ooh, I don't want to think about that. question. <laughs> That's going to make my hair hurt again. <laughs> okay, she's going to get up and try and, like, start investigating a little, figure out, like, what's going on here. Uh, I'm just going to pick up that teacup, I think, see okay. if it's still warm. No, it's cooled off significantly. Okay. All right, so whoever was here, probably maybe not still here. Please don't. <laughs> um, not ready to drudge up ghosts uh so i'm gonna go ahead and do do a listen check for me yeah that's what i was thinking Ooh, i pass with a two. Oh, that's a crit you can do the d6 to add nice to your score Ooh. Two. So now it's 22. <laughs> Better than nothing. Yeah. All right. So that you hear an audible crackle from the far wall that disturbs the tranquility of the conservatory. It's not a super loud one, but it is like like embers in a fireplace. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Don't want a fire in this place. This, that would be just a... I'd be in an oven. Cool. Go walk towards the sound. There's another crackle from a stout plant with wide, flowy leaves and small, lily-like white flowers. Uh, roll me a spot hidden, please. I do not pass. All right, so you can't tell exactly where it's coming from. You can't tell that there's no visible flame on it, Okay, which is good. Yeah, like putting my hands Yeah, it's not me, like... like mm-hmm. Yeah. Flame? <laughs> So you can see that um, underneath the white flowers, there are these crazy looking seed pods and they are almost like a banana at the beginning of it where they're a little thicker in the middle. And then at the bottom of the seed pod, there are two hooked prongs that curl up from the bottom of the pod. And then there are these weird little phalanges sprouting like thick hairs between the prongs. 
Um, if you do a hard intelligence check, you might know what it is. Okay. 22? I don't think so. Because it's like, it's half. Oh, half a 75? Oh, yes. That. Yeah, you passed. Okay. All right, so this is Devil's Claw. It's a plant Ooh. that your father brought back from one of his trips to Africa, and you may gain five sanity. Was there anything specific like about this plant that really made it stand out as like a plant? Probably the seed pod itself, okay. because it is a very interesting looking seed. I'll go ahead and I'm gonna grab a seed pod. All right, so this is where the crackling comes from and smoke has started leaking from the seam and the pod cracks in two as green flame licks out at the leaves. Ooh, okay. Don't normally do that. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, Awesome. Are you still holding it as it's on I'm fire? I'm gonna drop it. Okay. Yeah, like I was immediately like when it burst into flames, just go. Bah. <laughs> All right, you drop it and it falls right into the middle of the rest of the plant, and the rest of the plant quickly flares up in green flame. Okay, jumping back. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fast. The flames quickly devour all of the branches and the leaves until there's just a pile of ash and they've settled into an odd rectangular mass about the size of a book. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna like check to see if like the ash is like really hot. Like, is this too It's hot warm, but you touch? can touch it without burning yourself. Okay, so I'm gonna dust it away. Just kind of push right. it away. It's a green book, a deep green cover. On the cover of it is a lime green flame burst, and it says the green flame. <gasps> Do you? Intelligence check. <laughs> no, I do not pass. <laughs> you think you remember this book, but you can't exactly tell where from. Okay. Um, this is like a sign, right? You know, something just burst into flames in front of me. A green flame, and this book is called a green flame. Maybe important. <laughs> I'm going to grab that book. <laughs> All right. Oh, darling, how many times have I told you to be careful in here? A woman's voice asks from behind you. Goodness knows what sort of books your father just leaves lying around. Uh, intelligence check me, please. Yes. All right. This voice unmistakably belongs to your mother. Oh, goodness. Lots of ghosts. Uh, hey, Mom. Are you going to turn around? Are you going to keep... I'm going to not turn around <laughs> right away, <laughs> just in case. Okay. <laughs> just kind of like clutching this book to her chest and just like, oh, that's not unreasonable. Yeah, <laughs> just like not ready for this. <laughs> Darling, turn around. It's fine. Okay. Well, you know, I already had stairs break on me and gravity not work. Why not? Why not just lose it a little bit more? It's just going to stand up and turn around. All right, as you turn around, the conservatory disappears, replaced with a study lined with bookshelves and wood paneling. A fire roars in a fireplace you could easily walk in without hitting your head, and it's wide enough to lie down in with room to spare. In front of the fire is a woman dressed in a white blouse, carefully tucked into a black knee-length skirt. Her heels are smart, and her pearls rest gently along her neckline. It's definitely your mother. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, as much as you know, it, that looks, it, is. <laughs> it looks like her at least. Yeah, hey, mom. Ooh, this is gonna be hard. Uh, 
Sorry I was messing around in the study. Well, don't be. This is your house, too. You just know how your father is. He could leave a book of crazy importance sitting on the floor for anyone to grab. Yeah, especially me. My grubby little hands. <laughs> oh, we've always liked that. <laughs> Not so much with my chaise, but... No, you know. of course. <laughs> oh. How, how are you, Mom? Well, darling, I've been fine, though I feel you might not be in the same state as I am. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough couple of days. What exactly happened? Um, I'm pretty sure I may have killed someone. We've opened a bunch of portals that we weren't supposed to. Ah, that and, would explain it. And that doctor, she's bad. Uh, what, what was her name? I think I can remember. I'm gonna try and... You you have more than 25 sanity, right? That you yeah, came I have back? 35. Okay, perfect. So you do remember what happened in the crib now. Okay. She betrayed us, and I think the whole time, like even when you were still here, she was just planning this for years now, and it's just, it's all gone wrong. And... I was just trying to save the city. I just want to be a hero, you know? Are you trying to save the city or were you trying to save us? Well, I guess a little both. Can't change the past. <sighs> it would be nice if you could. Haven't found an occulty thing for that yet. <laughs> oh, I, I believe you might have. Oh. Oh, the book? That, that book is very dangerous, my darling. You can't just... I wish we'd never found it. Oh. It's all led to all of this. You found it. Well, someone hired your father to find it. Mm. And we did. Is Our... this the reason you were killed? We believe so, though we can't be certain. Yeah. Dying does something to your brain. You don't quite remember everything. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not great, you know. <laughs> uh well, you look great for being dead. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't believe you are dead. Not yet. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. I was going to ask that next. <laughs> um, you know, or this is like a, like a coma dream or something, you know. No, you are very physically here, and that's not, not a good thing. Yeah. Whatever brought you here, I would make your stay as short as possible. Only certain entities can travel this realm with a body, and even they are in grave danger. Yeah, there was, it was, I, there was a man, my, Mar, Marty, um, I only met him for a little while, and he, something came out of this portal, and it looked like him, and it wanted to embrace him, and that's when I killed a man. I don't know if I should have done that, but that's when the whole world broke and we got sucked into the portal. Do, do you know how to get out of here? Well, they're not roads that I can take. Of course, yeah. But perhaps. Okay. I do have to caution you though, if I know that you were here and I brought you in here because I knew you would be safe momentarily even, but if I know that you were here, others surely know that you are as well like the you can see them they can see you <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well then I should definitely get going but I'm gonna take this book because it's better in my hands 
than in some other people's hands, for now. I wouldn't read too deeply. Well, maybe we can even see about destroying it or something. That would probably be for the best, though I don't know if they'll allow it. Yeah. Well, if there wasn't risk, there wouldn't be any fun, right? <laughs> Her head snaps up, <laughs> reacting to something that you can't hear. They're here. You have to go now while you have time to escape. And she starts ushering you to the fireplace. Do, do I still have, like, my stuff? Like, my bag? And, yeah, if okay, it was still cool, attached to you. Cool, I'm gonna put the bag in. Cool. This world is dangerous, Cora. They'll be hunting you. And she hugs you tight. Okay, uh, I'll run like the Dickens. <laughs> be safe. Be smart. And whatever you do, stay out of the darkness. Okay. And as she releases the hug, she spins you around by the shoulders and pushes you through the flames. They don't hurt you. You fall twirling as you go, and it's it goes from being a fireplace to being a dark shaft. Okay. And you're falling through. And as you fall, you twirl around to look at her, and a tear falls down her cheek as she watches you go. Behind her, the ceiling rips like fabric, and a hooded figure wielding a scythe leaps down towards her. With a wave of your mother's hand, the fireplace closes. All you see is darkness before you jolt awake. You sit on a dirt path in the middle of a wide, open field at twilight, clutching the green flame and your bag to your chest. And far in the distance, someone approaches.